afternoon and welcome. Hi, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard, Movement Internationals, also the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, Global Tent Ministries, where there is life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. I pray that you are having a magnificent day on today. Yes, today we want to talk about do we need deliverance? Do we need deliverance? Even after we are saved and have given our hearts to the Lord and and maybe we have went through some type of deliverance already, but do we need deliverance or how do we obtain it? How do we hold on to what we have? First scripture I want to give you that says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So when you hear people say, I don't sin, I'm perfect, and they beat you up over one particular sin, the Bible says it that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, which meaning every day we just need to repent and say, God, forgive me of what I may have done, what I may have said, or whatever that was unpleasing as your child, because we all error some shape form or fashion okay so i just wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit about this and i want you to have a a pen and some paper handy so you can kind of jot down some of these things that i'm about to share with you okay because all of us have need of deliverance uh from time to time we all know we all do it's no one exempt there are no uh exemptions as we grow in the lord and um And in our discernment, we can begin to understand when we need spiritual victory in, you know, certain areas in our lives. Many times as believers, we can sense like, you know, little small hindrances or we may sense just hindrances in our lives that keep us from living fully in the spirit of God. Okay. Uh, Deliverance is an ongoing process in the life of a believer. I I tell people that all the time. That's something, you know, I constantly, I have to be honest with you, me personally, uh, I've been delivered from a lot of things, a lot of things. And some of those those same things that I had been delivered from, some of those same same things, sometimes every now and then, it'll creep up on you and it'll, you know, some thoughts across your mind. And then you gotta, you gotta start denouncing and rebuking those thoughts. So when you around people and they make you feel like they never think wrong, they never say the wrong things and everything come out of their mouths is just so, man, it's, it's, it's so beautiful and they never think wrong and they never feel any kind of way. Uh, I'm going to advise you to move far away from them as the East is from the West. Okay, because as I said, deliverance is an ongoing process in the life of a believer. Okay, it is a gift to us from God. It is a gift. You know, a lot of people don't understand deliverance, even being a child of God, God choosing you as being his child. That's a that's a gift. Uh, healing, all those to me, that to me, I'm going to say it's a gift from God. It keeps us from being torment, tormented by the enemy and living in our uh, own cycle of bondage. You know, and uh, I don't know if any of you have read the book Pigs in the Parlor by Frank and Ida Hammond. 
okay? Uh, they named seven areas in our lives that will show us signs that we need deliverance. It was seven of them. And if my mind served me correctly, I believe I can somewhat remember that seven. Okay, number one was emotional problems. We all from time to time deal with some type of emotional problems. I hate it when I hear people say things like, get out of your emotions and blah, 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 blah. Well, we all have emotions and we got it from our father. Okay, Uh, mental problems. That's number two. Number three, speech problems. Uh, sexual problems, uh, addictions, physical infirmities, uh, religious error. I guarantee you out of all seven of those that I've named, you can say one of those, if not all of those, or most of those I've dealt with. And every now and then it tries to creep back into my imagination or into my thoughts. Emotional problems, mental problems, speech problems, sexual problems, addictions, physical infirmities, and religious error. Every so often, those things will try to creep back into your mind. We're not exempt. If Jesus was tempted, if, if Satan came to him, who do we think we are? You will be tempted at some point in your life, okay? When these problems begin to surface in our lives, we feel as if we are not mm, successful. And, you know, we feel like we, you know, we failed and we beat ourselves up. And that's when the enemy say, you know what? I got them now. They're beating themselves up on the same thing. They made a mistake and they just, if somebody else, somebody else may be uh, tormenting you about the same stuff because it's tormenting them. And then they got their own demons that they're, that's tormenting them. It's because they haven't denounced it. And I don't care if you have to say it every day. I denounce. I rebuke that thought. I send it back from whence it came. That's not a part of where I am going. Okay? Uh, sometimes you may feel depressed, uh, separated from God. And, and sometimes it happens. Sometimes we can... We can go through so much and you can ask, you can, you know, wonder like, where is God? Where is God? Well, he's been there all along. And people, some people will beat you down for, for having thoughts like that because they will never tell you that they have those kind of thoughts. Like, you know, it's like when, when my mom died, I would always like walk through my house and I was slowly, it was, depression was slowly creeping up on me. You know, I was going through the house like, Mama, where did you go? Like, where, where did you go? Did you, you was here today and you gone tomorrow. Then you look around people that, that what you were so attached to and you was around and they here today, gone tomorrow. You're like, where did they go? And how, you know, how, how does this work really? You know, they say to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord. But I, I just, I, you know, some questions we do have, you know, we are imperfect people, but we carry a perfect word. Okay. Uh, we are also instructed to use our authority against the enemy and cast him out. Uh-huh. We got to cast him out. When he when he come up against you, cast him out. Don't entertain it by constantly, whoa, it's me. And, oh, the devil is beating me up. And, you know, I've got this. And I got this. And I got that. And, you know, you just name it. All the, these bad things. No, when they, when they rise up, you say, no, 
I have control over you. You don't have control over me. You may need deliverance if, you know, if it's certain things coming up in your life because we all have those things. And daily, we get delivered daily from things. You got some some people, I've seen uh, a pridey, prideful leaders that get on there and they say, you need deliverance. Well, you do too. Because you may be upset because maybe something didn't make go, may, go, may have went your way. Got a little tongue tied. Maybe something didn't go your way. And so now you're beating up people and you're telling people who they're not. And they not this and they not that. And you know, who died and made you God? So you, you can't. You can't beat people up and how I'm going to do this. No, you're not going to do nothing but have a seat. Okay. Based on more than uh, 35 years, you know, of hearing about this, uh, you know, I've been uh, uh, working and operating in the spirit of deliverance for years. You know, since we had, before we actually had our ministry, you know, established since 2007, way before then, you know, I was always um, tapping into things that was, uh, bringing healing to my life and the, those that was tied to me. So when I got saved in, um, in 1990, I started searching and, 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 and researching and asking God things. And, and a lot of things God gave me, I, I didn't learn from leaders. I learned firsthand from my father. It's a lot of things God taught me hands on, you know, and so through the Holy ghost. And I just thank God for that. You know, um, I encourage you to pray for guidance in the Holy spirit. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you a list of things and I, I just want you to just, just take note. If you can, I'm going to try to go as slow as I can, but it's things that we don't understand. Uh, uh, what we don't know can hurt us. And I always tell people that, you know, you say, well, I don't know what I don't know. Don't hurt me. You know, and I used to be big on saying that that was even in relationships like, um, what I don't see, no, it don't, it don't bother me. You know, as long as I don't see it and blah, 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 blah. And, and sometimes that could still creep up and be a very painful thing in your life, you know, because the enemy is hearing you say that too. And so I had to denounce that spirit and say, oh no, what I don't know can hurt me, you know? So, um, moving forward. Okay. Number one, you were, and I may stop with doing numbers. I may just read uh, through it and let you know the things that I've kind of written down throughout the years of me teaching on deliverance and, you know, training and equipping other leaders and, and as well as the tribe of Judah, just really giving them information and importation and, and also seeing some manifestation in their lives and teaching and letting them know that it's more to life than just going to church. You know, God said that, um, the children's that healing is the children's bread. And I've talked about that uh, two weeks in a row. Healing is the children's bread, which meaning deliverance is something that God wants uh, it, his children to be delivered. Okay. You were conceived. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm not going to give you numbers. Okay. I was going to do numbers because I might not, you know, finish all of this in one day. There may be a continuation to this, but I'm going to give you certain things. And if, and if it's, if that's you just write it down and denounce it. And, 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 and if you have to keep praying over it, that's fine. 
It doesn't make you less than or something is wrong with you. No, something is right with you. Uh, You are a child of God and you have the right to know things that you didn't know. You have the right to to understand more. The the Bible said, the Bible, God spoke it and said it well. He said, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. You know, we don't, you know, we don't know what to, to denounce. We just, we praying in a mist, you know, just hitting and missing, repetitiously praying the same prayers. And so the enemy is hitting you in areas because you don't know. So it's good to have knowledge and understanding of God's word and what God expects and what God desires from his children. Okay. So moving forward. You were con- if you were conceived in adultery or fornication, this can open doors to the spirit of lust. Okay? If you were conceived in adultery or fornication, this can open the door to the spirit of lust. Okay? People don't understand that, but it's true. Okay? Uh, your parents may have contemplated an abortion. This can open the door for the spirits of rejection, death, or fear. I'm going to repeat that. If your parents was contemplating having an abortion, this can open the door for spirits of rejection, death, and fear. Okay. Um, If you were given up for an adoption, this can open the door for spirits of rejection, abandonment, fear of abandonment. Okay. I'm going to repeat that. If you were given up for an adoption, okay, uh, you may not even be aware, okay, because it never may have come out to the to the light. But if you know that you have, okay, this can open the door for spirits of rejection, abandonment, and fear of abandonment, okay. If you were abandoned by one or more of your parents, maybe one of the parents left the home or something, or there was a separation in the home. Okay, this can open the door for spirits of abandonment and fear of abandonment. Okay, I pray that you're writing some of these things down. Okay, if you were an orphan, this can open the door for spirits of rejection and abandonment. Okay, if you were abused as a child, this can open the door for spirits of rejection fear, and hurt. I'm going to repeat that. If you were abused as a child, this can open the door for spirits of rejection, fear, and hurt. Okay? If you were raped or molested, this can open the door for spirits of lust, shame, and hurt. Okay? If your mother had a difficult time in pregnancy, if your mother had a difficult time in pregnancy, this can open the door for spirits of fear that enter through trauma, okay? Uh, If your mother had a long time and a hard labor, this can open the door for spirits of fear that enter through trauma, okay? Um, say for instance, you almost died during the first few few years of life. This can open the door uh, for spirits of death and premature death. Okay. 
if you had an imaginary uh, playmate, imaginary playmate, some of you know exactly what I'm talking about, okay? This can open the door to spirits of rejection and loneliness, okay? If you have been chronically ill uh, most of your life, this can open the door to spirits of infirmity and death. I want you all to really take note to this, okay? If you've suffered from any types of handicaps from childhood, this can open the door to spirits of rejection, shame, and fear, okay? Um, If you were exposed to pornography early in your life, this can open the door to the spirits of lust, and perversion okay uh say for instance say for instance you saw something that was very traumatic such as murder or fatal accident this can open the door to spirits of fear and death okay uh also say for instance you grew up uh in a war zone this just very chaotic atmosphere This can open the door to spirits of fear and death, okay? Uh, You have been ridiculed basically all of your life. This can open the door to spirits of rejection, fear of rejection, and also self-rejection. Yes, self-rejection, okay? You ran away from home early in life, okay? That was me. Okay, a lot of that was me. A lot of stuff that I've read, that was me. Okay, this can open the door to spirits of rejection, fear of rejection, and self-rejection. Okay, Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was reading you back to the other one. I'm sorry. You ran away from home early in age. This can open the door to spirits of rejection and rebellion. Okay, Um, you have been chronically depressed. You got some people there, they, you know, they deal with a little anxiety every now and then, but you got some people have been battling with chronically, being chronically depressed. This can open the door to spirits of depression, rejection, sadness, and loneliness, okay? You have been diagnosed with uh, some type of depression or schizophrenic. This can open the door to spirits of rejection, rebellion, and the root of bitterness. See, let me tell you something. Let me stop right there. The the root of bitterness, when you have bitterness inside of you, anger, that turns into depression. Because if you find a person that has been very bitter and they've been bitter all their life or they've been upset all their life and hurt all their life, it turns into depression and schizophrenic. If you ever talk to a person that is that is chronically depressed or dealing battling with schizophrenia, you will they are you will hear them talk a lot about what have taken place with them, what people are doing to them, how people are handling them. Okay, that's the root of bitterness, and the bitterness will is will rotten your bones. Okay, you have um, learning disabilities, or you may have a child that have learning disabilities that can open the door for spirit of rejection and fear. So that's why I don't like it when parents say, Oh, they just having a pity party and blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. If a child have any type of learning disability and they feel like it's hard for them to learn for whatever reason, you know, that puts a, that, that 
that's a thing that causes them to feel rejected and put fear in their heart like they're less than anybody, like they're less than others, okay? Um, maybe you've been incarcerated, okay? This can open the door to spirits of rejection, shame, and depression, okay? Uh, say also that your parents were alcoholics, okay? Uh, that can open the door to spirits of rejection and shame. Because maybe when they were drinking, they acted in a way that was very embarrassing. Or maybe it was some abuse that was taking place uh, during the time of them drinking in the home. So it caused a lot of embarrassment and shame. And also it brought a little fear. Okay. Uh, say, for instance, your parents uh, went through a divorce or some type of separation. I talked about that earlier. Okay, that opens the door for spirits of rejection and shame. And you always see children a lot of times when their parents are separated or something is going on. It, 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 it affects the child more than you think. Okay, uh, your parents argued and fought in the home. The whole time they was together, that's all they did was argued, fuss, and fight. You know, this can open the door to spirits of confusion and fear. The child will walk around in fear, not fear of just walking in a the house. They could be fear of anything, fear of doing something in life. Fear have set in. Fear can come in in a lot of different ways. Yes, it can. Okay. Uh, you're angry and or bitter uh, with your parents. Okay. Or maybe your brothers or sisters. This can open the door to the spirits of anger and bitterness. Okay, there go the word bitterness again. Okay, you were exposed to drugs at a very early age. This can open the door to spirits of rebellion and witchcraft. You know, I've always said that the enemy had, he's been on my trail for, man, since I come out of the womb of my mother. Okay, and I've been exposed to so much in life. I mean, I, I was talking to one of my family members the other day, and man, believe it or not, you're going to think I'm exaggerating, but we was on the phone for seven hours. We started out talking for like four hours and, and maybe 50-something minutes. And then when we got, we ended up hanging up for a while and calling each other back, and we finished up the, you know, talking, and it was like seven. I told her, I said, girl, we talked for seven hours and some, and some minutes. But we were talking about things that has affected our family, things that the curses and things that need to be broken, things that people don't talk about, things that have been hidden for long and it's affecting the children, it's affecting the grandchildren, it's affecting our entire family and it's like a, 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 a spirit, like a, a sickness or disease and you, you, you find your family having all these type of, of clicks where I only deal with this part of the family, I only deal with this part of the family. You got a click family, a family that that's all they do, they very uh, clickish, you know, a woman of God said that to me, she say, um, she used the word clickish. Like that's what you, it's like when you go into some ministries, you see, they got their picks of certain people they deal with. Like I only deal with these people, but I don't deal with them. That's a clickish spirit. <laughs> you know, they only deal with those type of people. I'm dealing with those. And so over here, this person may feel rejected because you, maybe this, this is a dignitary group over here. And this group over here, maybe just got started. They just learning and they, you know, but they probably know more than the ones that's, you know, Dignitaries, you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> so you was exposed to so much, and like I said, myself personally, I was exposed to a lot of things. Like uh, in my younger ages, you know, I knew, you know, uh, being around people that got high or whatever. 
that didn't affect me because I never tried anything, okay? Then I would be around people that they would be in there and they'd be, you know, shooting drugs. And, 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 and man, I'm telling you, God was with me because that never, I never wanted to even try anything like that. You know, been around people where I walk in the room and their room and we all in the same house, they're in there sniffing. So, I, you know, it's it's like, and, and this wasn't family members, these was like friends or people that was real close to me that I thought that were close to me. And if it had not been the Lord, I could have been one of those uh, persons that said, let me try it and then got addicted and stayed on it. But see, God didn't see fit. That's why he just allowed me to see what it would do to you and how it affected their lives. It affected their livelihood. It affected their children. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes we are exposed to things that we have no knowledge of or we don't we can't help in the environment that we live as you know when we're when you're a child you can't help the environment that you may live in see when i was living in a house we didn't have that in our home you know my mom and dad we had to go to church sun up to sun down but we had other things going on in the house you know a lot of fighting you know with the boys or something like that it was always some type of fighting or a bunch of arguments where it just kept you on edge like oh man they're gonna come in the house they're gonna fight tonight you know this that the other and blood here blood there so that was still a spirit to where you had some type of fear that maybe they coming in somebody is it's gonna be some bloodshed you know so um uh you have a history of sexual perversion uh this can be a manifestation of spirits of lust and perversion Okay, I talked about that on the radio. You got people that have a history of this thing and, and they don't understand and they don't know that it's a spirit. But and, and and I've seen some people get healed from that. I've seen people literally get healed from that. I've I've been around some men, you know, because I never hung around a bunch of women, but I've been around some men that I knew they was out there, they was either a pimp or either they was out there just running women or they were just, you know bad like that for us dealing with a lot of women and they have slowed down they have settled down they with one person they're not ripping and running the streets they at home and this sickness didn't make them sit down they they knew this is enough enough is enough my life has changed i'm happy with who i'm with i'm satisfied with what i have but they had to go through all of that and so now they say things like you know when i'm when we talking or something they'll say i ain't missing nothing because i done been there before i already know you know, uh, you have been in an accident. You was pro- accident. <coughs> I'm sorry. Accident prone. This is a sign of a curse. You know, every time you turn around, have you ever been around people? And every time you turn around, they say, I was an accident. I was an accident. An accident, accident. There's always accidents. They accident prone. It's a curse. It's a spirit. And they have to pray that away. Okay. You have a history of poverty, you know, in your family life. Okay, that could be a manifestation of spirits of poverty and shame because a lot of children, they are ashamed. I remember I was talking also to my family and I said a lot of people used to look down on uh, my mom and, and my dad because my dad, they, it was a lot of struggling in our family. And so they always looked down on my mom and, and her, my mom's children. But uh, my mom... Uh, and my dad, you know, they did very well together. We had our struggles, but it was a time to where we came out of those struggles. And so those struggles also taught us some things as well. So, but anyway, moving forward, uh, you are afraid of leaving the house. This could be a manifestation of the spirit of fear. Okay. 
A lot of times people are afraid to leave the house thinking something is going to happen. That's the spirit of fear. I'm going to end that right there. Um, and we're going to come back again and another time whenever God leads me to do so to kind of talk and share some things with you because in all things we need to get an understanding and know where God, what God desires for his children. You know, he wished above all things that we will prosper and be in great health, even as our soul prosper. It's a great thing to talk about the Lord and then let people see that God is amazing in my life. I know what the world looks like, but I also know what my father said concerning the world. I know what he said. So we're going to stand on God's promises. Yes, we're going to stand on his promises. We're going to be strong and courageous for the Lord our God is with us wherever we go. Joshua 1 and 9. I pray that something was said. Thank you for lending me your ear on today. It is an amazing day today. Know that this girl here loves you. I care about where you are. You're always welcome to leave me a a little message or or even in my email pastor taylor the number 26 at gmail.com yes you can always leave me a message or prayer request you know so i just want to say thank you i'm on facebook i'm on tiktok i'm on instagram i'm on GFN nation radio i'm also on anchor what i'm on now i'm also on spotify so you can pretty much get a message from me on different platforms any time of day. So God bless you and may he keep you is my prayer. Until next time, God bless you.